Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today is another amazing podcaster. So both of us are collaborating and colliding. Her name is Anne Klassen, and she will be in the hot seat today. Let me tell you a little bit more about Anne. Anne is the founder of the Podcast Babes, a fully female podcast management and monetization agency. After studying long and hard to get her master's in both law and business and turn down the dream job at a big law firm to travel the world, after a year of backpacking and working crappy jobs, yes, she said crappy, y'all, it was time to follow her dream and start the Podcast Babes. The Podcast Babes helps podcasters monetize their podcast before they have thousands of downloads. They do that by offering masterminds, online courses, and DFY, podcast production. Anne now has a home base in Hamburg, Germany, while traveling as a part-time nomad and running her podcast agency. So without further ado, let's bring on this podcast, babe, Anne Klassen. Hi, thank you for having me, Genesis. My pleasure, Anne. And since you live in Germany, I just want to ask a fun fact. Have you learned German? Uh, I'm working on it. Um, I have been taking classes for the past year, but it's um, I'm not fluent yet. Can you say good morning in German? Guten Morgen. Okay, guten Morgen. Did I say that right? Yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Lesson for the day, audience. Every time we have someone that lives in a different country, I ask them to say something easy as good morning so we could learn one thing. In case you travel to that part of the world, you could connect with someone just by learning how to say something as simple as good morning. So now let's jump into the fun part of this segment, which is our connection segment. There are two options here. We could do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game, what would you like? Well, Genesis, I listened to a few of your previous episodes and everyone went for the rapid fire 10 questions. So I'm a bit of a rebel. I'm going to go for the icebreaker. Okay, here we go. We're breaking the ice with Anne. I want you to share something crazy that you have done in your life or a fun and interesting fact about yourself. Ooh, okay. Um, I think the most crazy thing I did in my life was actually what you already mentioned a little bit in the in the introduction. Um, when I finished studying, when I finished university, got my degrees, I sold everything. I didn't own much, so it was not much that I sold, but I um, canceled the lease of my apartment, sold all my furniture. Uh, everything I owned was in one backpack, and I used that to travel the world for two years. Wow. Okay. That is interesting. So you mentioned everything being in one backpack. So you sold everything during that point. Did like your family members or friends think that you were crazy? Because obviously it's not their dream. It's your dream and you're pursuing it. And sometimes external factors can try to deter us from following that gut instinct and intuition. 
100%. Um, everyone told me to just just get the job, just do it. And you you can always travel later, like just start your career first and then do all these things that you want to do when you're retired or on vacation or things like that. Um, so yeah, there was definitely a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of people who told me that I was absolutely crazy. <laughs> Amazing. But look at you now. So it's almost like I did it. I followed my instinct and now I'm actually happy and I built something that I love and I'm helping others do the same. Yes, it worked out well, I think. Amazing. So now we're going to jump into the main part of the segment, which I'm sure our audience who um, some are podcasters, some are entrepreneurs, and we have a wide range would be interested in how do you really make money from podcasting while also staying true to your core, your core pillars, your values and your brand. So I'm going to dive into that. Yeah, so. Yeah, right. So there's a lot of different ways to monetize podcasts and I know it's it's this hot topic you already you already said it like everyone asks themselves okay we have this podcast or maybe people are thinking about a podcast but how do podcasters actually make money um so I started creating content about that a while ago and I started dabbling into that myself I have my own podcast um and I've gotten so many questions of podcasters who uh, maybe received an email from a brand who wanted to collaborate or they have their own products, uh, services, courses, I don't know. Um, and they asked me, so like, what do I do? What do I do with this podcast that I have? Um, so um, there is many different things you can do. I'll give you a bit of an overview maybe of like some of the options. And then if you want, we can go deeper into a few of them. Um, yes, absolutely. I think Maybe we could start with some of the options and then we'll let it marinate and then we could pick apart what do those options look like because each person may have their unique their unique way of going about doing things as well as a different niche. But as long as we're giving them some options, they have some variety to look into. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Um, I think the most popular maybe um way to monetize podcast is sponsorships i think that is what most podcasters think about when they think about monetizing podcasts um but within sponsorships there's also different ways you can do it um there is some platforms that you can use an example is podcorn um and you just apply for uh, like specific sponsorships there like brands can post their things there's also platforms that just add like quote-unquote random podcasts uh, or like random ads into your podcast and usually that way you get paid per 1000 downloads of that ad um, so they look at okay how many people listen to this podcast episode and then per 1000 listens you got a certain amount of money um usually like on average this is about 25 dollars per 1000 downloads um which i think is not a lot of money for a lot of downloads uh as a podcaster i know that like a thousand downloads that is not nothing right absolutely and one thing i want to chime in because you mentioned podcorn from a podcaster standpoint 
especially for those who may just be getting into podcasting or they may be seasoned podcasters with Podcorn. Sometimes they want to know what your metrics are. And for someone who's just starting out, they may not know the number of downloads that they have or they may be still trying to figure out their KPIs, their key performance indicator, but they know their product is good based on the feedback that they've already received. But without having the metrics, Podcorn will not let you pitch for certain sponsors is what I've seen and personally and what I've heard because they want to know those metrics so they could show that sponsor, okay, these are the metrics and this is why it's beneficial to partner. So is there a workaround for, for that situation? Yes, absolutely. Great question. Yes, there is. Um, there is always the option, which is what I usually do and what I also um, teach clients to do is to just work directly with a brand. You don't have to use these platforms. You can just approach a brand directly or the brand can approach you. And this is usually way more profitable, especially if you have a small audience, if you have a niche audience, like if your audience has certain demographics that is really, really interesting for the company, they are willing to pay way more than $25 per 1,000 listens. Um, a, a small but like perfect audience for a brand is very, very valuable. Um, so that is actually the way that I usually work with sponsorships for my own podcast. Um, okay, can I, I won't go too deep into this. I'll continue the overview. <laughs> Um, another way to monetize podcasts is to sell your own products or services. Uh, so think about ebooks, online courses. Um, then a third way to monetize podcasts is creating a membership around a podcast or a community. Also, very popular thing to do. Um, you can also uh, charge like for premium content. Um, that is a fourth way to monetize podcasts. There is events that you can run even in-person events um, so there is a ton of options like there's more things that you can do of course but I would say that that is a little bit like the different categories that you have absolutely so just to recap audience another way that you can build monetization around your podcast is think about what your zone of genius is and how can you package it in a course which is beneficial how can you um, create a mastermind group where people are coming in and they get that one-on-one -on -one interaction with you or a group setting interaction? Reach out to brands yourself versus going through sites like Podcorn or some of the other ones because per and $25 for a thousand downloads is not much. But if you get in front of the brand and they get to see you one-on-one -on -one versus going through an affiliate site, then it becomes more personal and you're building a rapport there. And then another thing that uh, she mentioned is just continue um, putting out putting out content. And as you're putting out content, some of those brands that you ideally want to work with will start reaching out to you. Would you say that's a good sum summary, Anne? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think the main question, like you said, what is your zone of genius, but also what is your audience looking for? Like all our audiences as podcasters are very, very different. So I have two different podcasts. Um, one of my podcasts is called The Podcast Babes. And on that podcast, uh, I talk about podcasting. So 
I get clients there. Um, I would maybe sell some digital products or things that make sense for my audience. My other podcast is kind of, I mean, it started as my passion project. It's called Digital Nomad Stories. And I interview travelers and digital nomads. For that podcast, it doesn't really make sense to sell. You can make a course, of course, you can make a course. But for me, it didn't really make sense. And what my audience is looking for is honestly also free content so for that podcast it makes way more sense to get a sponsor on board um, a sponsor that aligns with my brand so that my audience um, is not put off by that but maybe they're really interested in these products that I uh, promote and then the products that I promote are my sponsors products or services Um, so that's that's a very different approach per podcast and I think as a podcaster it's up to you to ask yourself what do I want to do and what is my audience looking for Mm, I like that because then if you know what your audience is looking for then you could be the solution to bridge the gap and then if you know what you're looking for then you're also going to have that clarity and that focus to stay in alignment with the content that you're that you're doing and i like how you talked about your two podcasting and, and the differentiations there one question that i did i did have for your digital nomad um podcast And I think this will connect the dots. So that podcast was your passion project and you just want to put out free content. But then, of course, with your sponsors, you're um, allowing them to come into your into your community and y'all are creating those synergies and you're talking about their products. So do their products pertain to living a digital nomad lifestyle, like things that will make it easier or what type of sponsorships do you have for that podcast versus um, podcast babes since they are two different? Yeah, exactly. Like you mentioned, it's it's products that I think um, our audience is, is looking for. So I am now promoting a co-living space that is opening in Africa. Super exciting. And I think that our audience will be so excited to learn about this. Um, I also worked with a um, service, like it's um, a mailbox service, a A problem that a lot of digital nomads have is like, okay, you don't have a home address. So where do you get your physical mail? And my sponsor solves that problem uh, in a way that is really, and they're really good with privacy because that is a problem that also a lot of uh, nomads have. It's like, and then, okay, they like, you get your mail, they scan the mail, but then it's on the internet, you know? So um, this, this company is awesome. I love what they do. I think my audience loves it. So then we, we collaborate. And I think the key here that it needs to be a win-win-win, actually, a triple win, because it needs to be a win for me as a podcaster, of course. Like, I want money. That's just the way it is, you know? Like, I want to get paid for the content that I put out and for the work that I do. Uh, for the company that sponsors me, it also needs to be a win because they they can reach the audience that they want to reach, the potential clients that they want to reach. And then for my audience, that is like the third win that a lot of podcasters maybe don't think about um, when they start monetizing podcasts or working with sponsors. But I think maybe that's the most important one because when you have a sponsor where your audience is like, oh, interesting, let me check that out or maybe even work with the sponsor, um, purchase the products, purchase the services, uh, and then they're happy, then they keep coming back. And you help everyone. I mean, that I think that's the beauty of podcasting. And that's how how cool you can make it. 
I love that. It's the trifecta effect because it's going from what so many people want to say, what's in it for me? And you're turning it into what's in it for we, because all of us are benefiting from it. And whenever everyone benefits, then they're going to talk about the results. And those results are going to bring more people into the community. And then it's going to open more avenues and doors for more collaboration, because everyone is here to help each other. And I think whenever we think about it in that way, from a holistic standpoint, that's when synergies come versus the competition. Exactly. Yeah. And I think also as a podcast, so you have to have that uh, long-term goal in mind. It's not just making a quick buck now by taking on uh, a sponsorship. No, you want to have a, like, keep the relationship with your audience and also build a relationship with the sponsor because you can say, okay, cool, let's do a sponsorship now. And then it's this sad deal. And then that's it. Okay, cool. I mean, that's what a lot of podcasters honestly do, but you can also work on that relationship and give them like be the best person that they ever worked with and they will come back. They will come back for a new sponsorship and a new deal. And you can really have that a beautiful working relationship. I love it. So we talked about sponsorships. We talked about pitches. We talked about other ways that you can monetize based on selling digital services or your own products. What do you think about affiliate links? Because that has been a hot topic right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So I think affiliate links can be really good when you have a lot of traffic to your podcast when you have a huge audience this could be great it's very easy to set up you just pop a link in the show notes or in the audio of the episode and when people purchase the thing that you're promoting you get a kickback right as a podcaster you get a certain commission Um, the thing is because it's not like not all the profit is yours you actually have to sell usually like depending on what you sell you have to sell quite a bit like quite a lot of products that um, you are an affiliate for. So if you have a small niche uh, podcast like me, I don't have thousands and thousands of downloads. So there's not that many people who will purchase these products. So the money that I can make realistically from affiliate links, it's not, it's not great. It's so for me, it wouldn't work well. If you have a large audience and you don't want to communicate that much with brands and like going back and forth and making these deals, negotiating. Um, it is it is quite a lot of work that goes into a sponsorship, honestly, and also in creating and selling your own products and services, probably the most work, also the most profitable. If you don't want to do all of that and you just want to create content and just you you use this link and you get some money in return, That's awesome. Like, I think in that case, affiliate links are perfect. So it really depends on what you want as a podcaster, what you're good at, and also how how profitable do you want to make this podcast? Like, if you you do this for fun and you just want to break even on the production costs and that's, that's perfect for you, you know, then maybe your strategy is completely different. Uh, compared to if you want to replace your income and be a full-time podcaster. Amazing. And thank you for going through that because what you pretty much just did is you're helping the audience identify 
is affiliate link going to work for me? And one thing I would say is if you're not sure, do a SWOT analysis with affiliate link and your brand. So what are the strengths? What are the weaknesses? What are the opportunities? And what are the threats? Then pair that with your KPIs, your key performance indicators based on the amount of traffic coming to your podcast, the amount of downloads, and then also look at the monetary gain. Does it make sense to do all this work if you're not going to get that ROI, return on your investment? So always be strategic whenever you're thinking about that is the ad I would add there. And I know you have um, five tips. And so I think that was three. Do you have two other ones to add? Um, uh, about the affiliate links or sorry, uh, just uh, podcast monetization in general. Okay. Um, I think maybe it would also be interesting to go a little bit more into creating a membership or um, like get asking your audience to um, support you as a podcaster. This is also a pretty popular way to monetize podcasts, but it can also be challenging, right? Because a lot of podcast listeners, they come for the free content. They're very used to um, listening to a free podcast. Um, so how can you then build a community that is worth it for people to uh, pay a monthly fee for? Again, you can do a lot of different things. What I've seen work really well is monetizing the community in itself. Just having access to other people who like to listen to the same podcast can be really, really valuable for people. Just that networking opportunity can be really cool. Again, depending on your on the topic that you discuss in your podcast, right? So for like for some for some podcasts, this doesn't make sense. But in general, this can work really well. Um, creating premium content that you will then um, maybe like behind the scenes content. Maybe you do longer interviews for your paying members of your community. Uh, so there's a lot of things you can do. Maybe you want to do a monthly Q&A with you as a podcast host. Um, there's so many things that you can choose from. Um, so that's for memberships. And then the podcast, uh, it's digital, of course, but you can take it into your like real life, into real life and have an actual event. I've also seen some podcasters pull this off, which is awesome because you can get to see your listeners face to face. How cool is that? Uh, now for my podcast, for example, doesn't make sense because my listeners are literally all over the world. So then where would we go? <laughs> you know, um, but if you're um, podcast is maybe a little bit more local this can be awesome I like that and one thing I would say like for you and since you do have a global audience kind of similar to my to me maybe a zoom or like a virtual like um happy hour or a virtual networking where we could see each other kind of like how you and I are talking even though we may not be physically able to be with one another that could be a work workaround since uh, we have global audience but for those who do have the local audience that in-person event would be really cool Absolutely. Yes. And I would say maybe also ask your audience what they would like to see or how you can take them to the next level in whatever they want to accomplish. Um, as a podcaster, like your listener, they have a reason why they tune into your podcast and maybe you help them until a certain part, like in their journey. 
And then how can you help them take that next step? Uh, maybe it takes you a little, little bit of like market research and um, doing some polls and surveys and maybe some, um, some talks with your audience, but then maybe you can help them take that next step after they listen to your podcast for free. Maybe there is something that they want to pay for that you can also offer them. Yeah, I love that. And I guess another idea I'll throw out and is for the premium content. So you mentioned you could probably do longer episodes, put that in your premium content. You could do Q and A's. Another thing I would say is if you've done other shows outside of your own, maybe you could add that to your own platform, of course, with the consent of another podcaster that you collaborated with. And they get to see you not just being a host, but also see you being interviewed by someone else. And that could be premium content because now you're talking about something that you may or may not have talked about on your show based on if your show is niched down or et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. So, Anne, I want to throw you an audible because I want to be respectful of your time commitment. Is there anything else we have not mentioned about podcast monetization and strategies that you want to say to add value to this conversation to just kind of summarize everything that we covered so far? Yeah. So I would say if you're thinking about monetizing your podcast, but maybe you feel like it's too early, uh, that's super normal. But start now start yesterday. <laughs> um, you don't need a large audience. I hope that was clear from the conversation that we just had uh, and all the ideas that we put out here. Um, there are so many things that you can do to monetize a small audience. And I think a mistake, honestly, that a lot of podcasters make is waiting too long before monetizing their show. And it's it's sad because you're not just leaving money on the table, but you're also not helping your audience members in that taking that extra step. Um, so it's a if you can make it a win-win for everyone to monetize your podcast, do it ASAP. I love it. Amazing. And I'm going to use that tip because I'm always here to put myself in the hot seat, y'all, and learn because if I'm not learning, then I'm not growing. And sometimes whenever you're in the podcasting space and you're new, you're afraid to ask those questions. But I have learned in my journey um, coming from corporate America and now podcasting is asking is not a sign of weakness. Ask, asking questions is a sign of strength. And if you want something, you need to go out for what you want because someone is not always going to come to you. So also always be mindful of that. And it's okay to take that first step, take that leap, or just jump and pull the parachute on the way down. So really think about that. I love it. Now we're going to segue into the CTA part of the segment. What is your call to action for the audience? Do you have a challenge you want them to take? Do you have a resource that you would like to share? Or we could just plug your contact information here and wind down. Yes. Well, I think if you're interested in podcasting, then definitely go listen to the Podcast Babes podcast. Um, you can find it at thepodcastbabes.com slash podcast. Um, a lot of podcasts in there. Um, we have over 100 episodes about growing and monetizing podcasts. Um, so I think you'll find a lot of value there. And on the website, you can also see all the other things like there's an ebook, there is a uh, links to the socials and everything. There's a newsletter. So I think you'll find it all on the website. 
Amazing. And then for your social media, where do you primarily hang out on for those social butterflies that want to socialize with you? Yes, uh, mostly on Instagram. And my Instagram handle is the podcast babes. Amazing. And thank you so much, Anne, for just coming on today and being a part of the community and just sharing about what you have learned um, in podcast monetization, how we can help others do the same with their shows, and just putting out content out there that's helping everyone who can just glean from it. I think that's amazing. Um, audience, all of Anne's contact information will be in the show notes. All you need to do is read, scroll on down, and tap in with her. And this is on 40 plus platforms. So there is somewhere for everybody to listen to. And you can see the video to this recording on our YouTube channel by going to GEMS, G-E-M-S, with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, where would I be without my supporters? You know, I only think about you. I want to thank you for being a part of this community and listening on a consistent basis. We're now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per the metrics on www.listennotes.com. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. This is your community just as much as it's mine. And my big ask is brand sponsors. If that is you, reach on reach out to me by going to genesisamarskemp.net, clicking on that podcast tab, or sending me a personalized email to genesisamarskemp at gmail.com to see how we can work together to go further and faster together. We're in this because we're all winning and there's more than enough seat at the table for each one of us. So until the next guest, next segment, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one. And don't be afraid to ask those questions. Put yourself out there and remain authentic and true to yourself. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services, to be here on GEMS Podcast.